Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Jimish Pod. This is your co-host Noah, and I'm flying solo today for a new episode. I really appreciate all of you who are tuning in. I know it's been a while since we put out any information and content, and I'm happy to say that we will be back at it again here very soon. So this is episode 32, and we will be talking about steps and walking, the benefits of it, and why I ask my athletes to track their steps and why you should be tracking your steps. Before I really get into the podcast, I just want to take a moment to thank you all for reaching out to Chris and I um, throughout our hiatus. I really appreciate the conversations that we have, and I know that the Jimish Pod Instagram has been a little quiet lately, but we do read all of your messages. We sincerely appreciate everything that you guys do for us and all of the listens and the information and just the really cool stories that you've told us about how the podcast has positively impacted your life that just it makes my heart so happy so thank you thank you so much for listening thank you for being here i appreciate it and without further ado because i'm writing solo it's a little bit odd to just talk to myself so i'm just going to i'm going to dive right in and at any point during this episode if you guys have any questions at all please feel free to reach out um, reach out to the Jimish pod reach out to me my handle is noah mccabe on instagram and of course chris i'm sure that he would love to chat with you as well so anything at all please let us know otherwise i'm just going to go ahead and talk to you guys about steps so the cdc recommends 10,000 steps per day and that is equivalent to about five miles and I think that would be eight kilometers for those of you who are outside the U.S. And the statistic that I saw that made me really sad and also made me want to talk about this was that the average American walks three to four thousand steps per day. So the CDC recommends 10,000 and on average we have our population walking three to four per day. So I understand that our lifestyle has become very driven, like very busy, very driven by our careers, our family, our school, things that we have going on in our life. And so sometimes fitness and especially like just taking a walk outside can take a back seat. But one of the reasons that I really, really, or there are multiple reasons actually. So the reasons that I love walking and I love prescribing a step count to my athletes is because there's so many benefits. Some of the benefits of walking include it improves your cardiovascular fitness. So obviously it's, it's very good for your heart health. It gets your blood pumping. It improves your energy, your endurance, uh, your bone and your muscle strength. And it can help to manage various health conditions like heart disease, high blood pressure, Uh, cancer, and type 2 diabetes. It's also a really good way to instantly improve your mood. It can help reduce feelings of stress and anxiety. There have been numerous studies that have shown the mental benefits of walking as well as the physical. Uh, And then obviously it's a really good way to lose fat with low impact. So if you are someone who is looking to lose a little bit of weight, but you're not ready to go to the gym or you don't like doing high intensity work. Um, hello, that's me. I hate sprints. I hate intervals. Do not sign me up for any of those like hit classes 
um, walking is a really good low impact way to help facilitate that weight loss. It's also a really good way to maintain your body composition. So if you're at a place where you really like the way that you look, the way that you feel, where your body's at, walking is a good way to help maintain that um, as well as improve some of your internal fitness, like your cardiovascular fitness that I mentioned earlier. So if you are like an average American and you don't get more than like three to 4,000 steps per day, a good goal for you would be to track your steps now. So why do I recommend tracking steps? Oh gosh, sorry. My chair just moved. <laughs> so why do we recommend tracking steps? Because it keeps you accountable for your movement throughout the day. Tracking is awareness. And in order to successfully change something or implement something new, you need to measure it, right? You need to track it. You can't manage what you don't measure. So a good way to start in this process would be make sure that you're tracking your steps and just see where you're at. So if you have no idea at all, I believe a lot of our cell phones, um, I know iPhones have it built in, they keep a rough estimate of where your steps are at. Um, I wear a Fitbit. I know people wear uh, different like fitness trackers on their wrists. That's a really great way to track your steps. Um, and so that would be your starting point is finding a way to track your current steps. And then that way you can set goals to increase it if needed. Or, I mean, if you're already hitting 10,000 steps per day, then good for you, girlfriend or boyfriend. I mean, you keep it going. You got this. Um, so if you are though more in the average and you're hitting three to 4,000 per day and you're looking to increase that, a good goal would be track your steps now and then work on adding a thousand extra steps per day, increasing every two weeks. So let's say you're at 3000 steps per day and you want to increase your activity level. Okay. Your goal, 4,000 steps per day for the next two weeks. And just see what happens. Notice if you see any of those positive benefits, whether it's mentally or physically, if your energy levels improve, your focus, if your clothes start to fit different. Those are things that you can kind of start to look for that aren't like necessarily scale related that can help point you in the right direction, right? And then once those two weeks are up, okay, your new goal is 5,000 steps per day and so on and so forth until you reach that 10,000 steps per day recommendation. So... If you're wondering, okay, well, how the heck am I going to get all of these steps in? Like, I don't have time. I have work. I have school. I have kids. I totally understand. I hear you. Uh, but stop making excuses. And I'm sorry if that sounds harsh, but we are all human. We are all busy. We all have jobs and lives and hardships and adversity and challenges. We have things that come up. But I firmly believe that your health should be your priority. There have been studies that have shown that people who walk 8,000 or more steps per day live twice as long as people who only walk 4,000 steps per day. You are literally likely to live longer if you get more steps during the day. So if that doesn't convince you right there, I, I'm not sure what else to say. <laughs> um, but I can give you some tangible tips to build walking into your life because I know we are all busy. I understand that. I get that. 
but you know what? I get my 10K steps per day every day. So some of the ways that you can build it into your life without um, a lot of friction or a lot of difficulty would be to become inefficient. So that is my number one tip. And what does becoming inefficient mean? Exactly what it sounds. So if you're going to the grocery store or you're going to the store, park far away. And that'll get you an extra like 500 steps right there. Park in the very back of the lot, walk into the store. Uh, if you're going somewhere that's close to your home and you're able, walk. Don't drive, walk. Uh, a great way to be inefficient like in your own home, like let's say you work from home like I do or you're a stay-at-home mom or dad, a great way to get steps within your home is being inefficient there as well. So if I'm working during the day and then it's lunchtime, I will walk to the kitchen, make my plate of food, walk the food back to my office, walk back to the kitchen, fill up my glass of water, walk back to my office, walk back out to the kitchen, like clean up the stove if I use the stove. So I'm taking multiple trips to do like something that could have been done all in one trip, right? I know there's like those funny memes where it's like, take the groceries in all in one trip. Like I lift weights so that I can lift all these grocery bags, blah, 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 blah. That's funny. And it's like it is relatable because I know that we all stack our arms full of these bags and then we like waddle inside because we don't want to take multiple trips. But if you have a step goal, taking those multiple trips actually really helps. So what I've begun doing is I'll take two bags at a time and yeah, I might have to walk back and forth outside of my house five times, but guess what? That's an extra 500 steps right there. So those little changes throughout the day can make a huge difference for your overall step count. So just kind of being aware of ways that you can prolong things. Um, it could even apply like if you're in the office. So let's say that you're in the office and you have to pee and then you'd like another cup of coffee. Okay, make that two separate trips. Go from your desk to a restroom that's across the office. Like go to the furthest restroom instead of the closest one extra steps right there and then maybe go back to your desk and grab your water bottle and then walk to the kitchen and get your cup of coffee like little things like that I know that's really randomly specific of an example but those are ways that you can be inefficient and gather more steps throughout the day um, another tip that I would have is schedule walks with your friends or with other people so if you have a difficult time like motivating yourself I guess and you need some accountability to get outside and walk uh, call up a friend instead of going to brunch maybe you meet your girlfriend and you get a cup of coffee and then you take a walk around the neighborhood of that coffee shop like those are little lifestyle switches that you can do to incorporate more steps and more walking into your life that don't require like a whole lot of effort like instead of sitting at brunch like maybe you guys get a coffee, you take a walk, and then you sit down and you have lunch, and then you walk back to where you parked your cars, like different stuff like that, right? And then another tip that I would have, if you are able, get a dog. There are so many dogs in shelters right now. Trust me, I am, <laughs> I am scrolling the shelters in Texas like a crazy woman because I just want to adopt all the cute little dogs, but there's so many out there who are just looking for a nice home, a warm bed, some food, and some walks, and they're a really, really easy way to start increasing your steps. So if you have a dog, 
you know, they need regular exercise. That's something that as a living, breathing being, they need. And guess what? So do you. You need these steps. You need these walks. So if you're able to, I highly recommend getting a dog. They will change your life. They're so full of love and they're amazing and they'll help you get more steps in. So hopefully this episode was informative. I hope you got something out of it. Um, And the whole reason that I did want to touch on this was because I got a couple questions from athletes and actually from a couple friends as well on why I do my 10K steps a day, like why I prescribed um, a certain amount of steps for an athlete. And I take in lifestyle factors for sure. Like I take in how active they already are, their jobs, and like maybe any formal cardio that they're doing. And so that's all a factor. But basically what I'm trying to do is encourage people to get to a place where they are consistently moving every single day. Because when we diet, our bodies are really smart. So whether this is a contest prep diet, which is extreme, or if this is uh, maybe just a lifestyle diet, or maybe um, you're somebody who has yo-yo dieted, Our bodies are really, really smart. They have metabolic adaptation when we're dieting, and it's something that you can't avoid, but you can influence. So you can't avoid the metabolic adaptation that is going to occur, but you can influence this mechanism by tracking and managing your movement throughout the day. So what I mean by this metabolic adaptation um, is that, especially in contest prep, because it's such an extreme uh, sport, it's such an extreme goal that we're chasing to get stage lean, as you diet, the energy in your body is decreasing and the metabolic mechanism that is Downregulating is actually your NEAT, so that's non-exercise activity thermogenesis, and I believe that we've touched on that in a previous podcast, but if we haven't, um, please let me know and I, I can deep dive into it even further. But your NEAT unconsciously downregulates. So what does that mean? It just means that you unconsciously stop moving more. Like your body is trying to conserve as much energy as it possibly can. And so maybe you stop fidgeting as much. Um, You become extremely efficient. Like I know when I'm in the depths of contest prep, I am looking how to get from point A to point B in the shortest amount of time possible, right? But having my step count holds me accountable to the amount of movement that I need to be getting in per day. Because as I continue dieting and my body weight changes and the body fat comes off, the harder it's going to be for me to get lean if all of a sudden I go from 10,000 steps a day to like 3,000 steps a day and I just become extremely sedentary. Well, my protocols, like my cardio and my nutrition might be skewed and my results will be skewed because I've unconsciously stopped moving as much. Like I might not even know that I'm being so sedentary. So that's why we track the steps and we track the movement and we try to create a consistent environment for your body in terms of that variable specifically, like with steps and with walking so that we can influence other mechanisms in the diet period and we won't get like wonky results. So Hopefully that all makes sense. Um, I would really appreciate if y'all share this, if it helps, um, please, you know, talk about the episode with your friends, post about it on social media, and I look forward to the next podcast with you guys. Thanks for listening.